Hey there, listeners. Welcome to This Humana Life, a podcast for all Humana associates. We have amazing stories to tell and learning experiences to offer. We also believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insights into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible with the support of the Women's Network Resource Group and by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. I'm Brittany LaMere. And this podcast is produced by Melissa Nichols. We're looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Join the conversation in our buzz group by visiting go forward slash THL. Also, make sure to text the acronym THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile Thursday morning. Hello, listeners. It's uh, Tara, Carmen, and Brittany, and we are in the studio today with Madonna Warner. Welcome. Thank you. It's so awesome to be here today. We're excited to have you. Well, we're just going to start by asking, um, just to introduce yourself and your role and, and kind of what brought you to Humana. Great. Thanks. So my name is Madonna Werner. I have been in Humana almost 12 years coming up this May, and that's just amazing. I have to say you all have caught me at a really great time because I'll start at, the, at where we are today and work our way backward. I'm in my dream job. I oh. absolutely love what I do here at Humana. I'm the Director of Learning, Associate Engagement, Culture, and Communications for Healthcare Services. And it really is my dream job. It's a job that if you would have asked me 20 years ago, what would I have wanted to do? I don't think it would have been this job, but I, I would have known it existed. So I have found my way here through many things uh, that I've done, many wonderful experiences here at Humana and, and before I came here. Uh, what brought me to Humana, quite frankly, was networking. And I found uh, some people in uh, the networking environment that invited me to come in and interview for a learning role that was open here in IT and information protection. And uh, it was the people aspect that brought me here. As soon as I came into Humana uh, for my first interview, I was just blown away by the people, the culture, and how amazing it is to work here. And so through that, I worked in um, IT here doing some learning and development. Then I went to IT Learning Services and was able to do that along with some associate engagement. And then I found my way to healthcare services. So I know we'll probably talk more about some of the details in a little bit, but I do have to say that uh, by agreeing to do certain roles that I wasn't sure if I could do yet, uh, and just saying, hey, that sounds like it'd be fun, I ended up exactly where I need to be, and I just love it. Yeah, we actually were just talking about that at lunch today, and just um, kind of like new opportunities that come up, and just jumping in head first sometimes and how that that will benefit down the, down the road a little bit so it does it sometimes it's hard to change though you know you get comfortable in your role and it's nice to be a subject matter expert I love that part too uh, but I've learned that sometimes when I just dive in and say yes that I end up opening myself up to things that I never would have thought would have been possible that's awesome and you're a fantastic presenter so engaging and and I've seen you in different I've dialed in on some of your virtual speaker series and so forth and I mean you're just fantastic and just completely engaging uh, so you were in a speaker series presenter you were the speaker series presenter for the WNRG and shared about strategic self-promotion that's the one I listened to tell me more about that yes it's a topic that I um, 
uh, presented a few times. The interesting thing is it came to mind from a few different reasons. One is it's something that I felt like I learned how to practice. And two, somebody asked me to do a talk in IT Learning Week, and I thought, well, what am I going to do a topic on? And I found the inspiration on Pinterest, of all places. Good deal. So you never know when you're going to find uh, find some inspiration. But I really believe in it. One, one of the reasons that I wanted to do the talk is to help people with some things that maybe I experienced in my journey. One of those things was to begin with an end in mind. Sometimes it's so hard when you're trying to figure out well, should I do networking or how do I self-promote? There's so many people. There's so many opportunities. How do I really know where to start? So the first thing was uh, to begin with the end in mind. I tried to first look at some things, and I share this in my strategic self-promotion course. I uh, tried to look at what are things I enjoyed doing, and I just started to take note of those. What are those things that I actually am able to do? And so I took note of those things. And then what are the things that I'm really willing to do? And so as I started looking at those three aspects, it helped me to determine what my goal is. And from there, everything else seemed to fall in line. So once I began with the end in mind, I knew I wanted to be a director of learning. And so from that, it helped me to to determine what would be those things that I need to do in order to get there. Mm -hmm. So part of it is... Well, the first thing was do a great job with what I'm doing today. So that was the first thing. I wanted to make sure that everything that I did, I was leading my team in the right way, that we were, our, our mantra was go big or go home, and mm-hmm. that the people on the team were growing and developing in their roles mm-hmm. because it's not just about the work. It was about growing and developing the people on the team as well. And so the first thing is, is to, um, to do a great job. Then the second thing from there was to be curious. So some things that I found that I had to do is ask questions. Mm -hmm. So I talked to learning leaders to find out that the people that were in this role to say, what is your role like? What did you find that helped you to be ready for that role? So becoming curious was one of the things that helped me. And then I had to, but to do that though, I had to be confident because what I find is that sometimes I would want to have that conversation, but sometimes self-talk would say, well, do they really want to make the time for me? Well, they think that I'm just talking to them just to get a job with them. You know, so I had to have the confidence to pick up the phone or to send an invite or an email uh, to be able to get that time and, and to be confident enough to uh, look at myself and figure out what I needed to develop on. So two of the things that really helped me when I started doing strategic self-promotion were two things that are available here at Humana. And they're on Go Career, Go Slash Career. And uh, they're in the uh, Know Yourself area of of Go Career. And one of those is uh, a topic or uh, an assessment that's called Personal Brand. And the other one is Strengths and Skills Worksheet. So I started with the Strengths and Skills Worksheet and I decided that I would just figure out what I was good at. And so uh, by doing that, it the, that sheet just has six or seven really simple questions and it helped me to determine the things that I thought were skills of mine. And one of the curious questions on there that really got me thinking is, well, what do people come to me for? What do they seek me out for? And that helped me to identify some things that I would have thought maybe I'm not good at. I wouldn't have said it was a strength, 
But that made me realize, oh, if people are coming to me for that, Mm -hmm. then maybe that's something that's really a strength of mine. And then the second thing I did was that personal brand worksheet. And that was something where it says to ask five or six peers, coworkers, people who work for you. And I decided I wanted to go big or go home. So I turned that into an anonymous survey monkey survey and asked about 25 people or so what what those questions were. And um, I was ready for the feedback, I thought. And then I opened it up and saw the feedback and saw the really great things that people said. And they were pretty much in alignment with what I had identified on the strengths and skills worksheet. And then when I saw the part about opportunities, I cried a little bit. And so, but it was good though. It was a good cry because I realized, wow, I have identified many of these things that are opportunities of mine, but there are a few things on here that are going to hold me back if I don't Mm -hmm. work on them. And so it gave me the opportunity to get curious again and ask the people that sent me the survey, when you say this, tell me how this shows up or... Uh, tell me more about this because it wasn't clear just by the survey exactly what it meant. Can you give me a specific example? And so that really helped me out a lot. So in the strategic self-promotion uh, class that I talk about, it's begin with the end in mind. You know, identify those things about yourself that are your strengths, but you have to ask a lot of questions and then just do it. Just mm-hmm. talk to people, ask questions, and and have a plan around it so that it's really uh, easy, it's simple to do, and it's something that you don't get so overwhelmed with. So one, one of the things that you said, I mean, all of this stuff is so helpful, but I like that you mentioned that part of that growth, professional growth, is being good at what you're doing today yes. and being fully present in that role and shining as best you can, even if you are looking outside the role or even if your aspiration is to grow um, with the company and that's something I, a lot of, I know I can speak for myself, my younger self, I maybe didn't fully understand that. I mean, I, I was given 100% in the role, but I was kind of star-eyed looking for the next opportunity and just figuring out how to hone that in and just be present and, you know, and also be kind of working through some of these developmental opportunities and growing. So I appreciate that. No problem. And I, I will say that at, at those times, you know, I have found times in my career, you know, I have been in the workforce for 30 years or so. And there have been times that I wanted to grow and I felt like I was stuck. And sometimes stuck is year after year Mm. after year. Sometimes it doesn't happen just like Mm. that. And so one of my friends who works here at Humana, Lenny Rollo, she gave me great advice one time when I was in a place where I felt like I was stuck felt like I was doing everything that I could do and I was starting to sense frustration and she said what can you learn from this so ask yourself what can I learn about myself what can I learn about this situation and I found that instead of always saying well I'm not getting where I went fast enough or gosh this is so frustrating maybe I should just leave if I just when I had those times if I would just say what can I learn from this moment what can I learn about myself what can I learn about this situation that will help me in the future? That helped me so much. And if anything, that really enabled me to be ready for the next step more. Because sometimes being paused for a little bit is just the right thing, really, in the end that mm-hmm. you need. Gives you time to research and, and study and learn new opportunities and what's else, what else is out there. And I've been there. You know, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really fascinating how 
you chose to send out a survey to 25-ish people. That's scary. That's scary. Yes. I mean, you were just totally put yourself out there. So uh, just another question on that. So you use the personal brand um, as your starting point, but it sounds like you were also asking them, what can I improve? So you expanded that survey. Yes. Well, one of the, or two of the questions on there, one is three adjectives. Well, one is three adjectives when you're at your best, but then there's another one to ask people to give three adjectives. Um, I don't know the exact word when you're not at your Your best. best. Mm -hmm. And then another, there's another open-ended question at the end. Help me, uh, something about help me to be more effective. Like what could I do to be more effective? So if you look generally what I did is that when I looked generally at the three adjectives when I wasn't at my best mm-hmm. or whatever the phrase was on the, the page mm-hmm. and I added that with tell me how I can be more effective, those seemed to go hand in hand. So it gave me a really mm-hmm. great starting point. And one of the things, though, that was interesting, I'll, I'll just share one of the words was, um, uh, let's see, dis, oh, hold on, let me think of this word. It was um, not disengaged. It was, um, Oh, I can't think of the word. It was a dis word. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that just sounds so terrible. Like I was disinterested or mm-hmm. something like that. But when I combined it with uh, the, the thing at the bottom, it said uh, you care about people. And when there's a big change going on, you take a long time to make decisions. And uh, and so that was what the dis word was. And I mm-hmm. apologize that I can't remember it off mm-hmm. the top of my head right now. Um, but it was so interesting because I do – think about people first and when changes are going on sometimes I'm so over deliberate that I delay decision making which to me sounded great because that meant I was going to get it right but the way that it translated to the people that I was asking the survey it was making the change the unknown worse for them because they knew a change was happening and they wished that I would have just made the decision and we could have gone on, even if we didn't get it right. So I learned from that, and sure. that helped me to be able to step into this director role because I have more decisions that I'm making that affect even more people. And so that helped with the speed in my decision-making process. So I, I will say that I, I, I learned from that. It's tough when you first open it because even though you see a lot of great things, or even though I saw a lot of great things and they were in alignment with the positives and the opportunities that I had, the I went right to the the opportunities, mm-hmm. but I wanted to improve, so I looked at it as let's get curious, ask a lot of questions, mm-hmm. and treat it as a gift. It really was a gift that that helped me tremendously. I think that's great. That is. So along with being just completely vulnerable and open minded about about that process, you had also mentioned, um, you know, coming up with your your confidence and ways to build that. Can you share some ways that you know you've built confidence or some applicable action items that our listeners can also do? Sure. Okay, so one thing that I, I'll talk about what do I do when I feel like I'm not confident. So one of the things that I do whenever I start to lack confidence about myself in general or in specific situations is I do a lot of positive self-talk. So I'm, I tend to collect quotes. So if you go into my office, you'll see quotes all over the place on my Facebook page and my phone. I'm constantly collecting positive affirmations along the way. So that's something to me that is reassuring and I remind myself of those things. And then what I do, quite frankly, is I do just like I'm prepping for an interview sometimes. So I'll take out a notebook, I'll switch to a page, and I'll say, tell, the, tell me about your, yourself and like what your strengths are. I'll start to write down my strengths. Mm-hmm. 
And I just do that anytime I'm starting to feel like I'm not confident mm-hmm. because I feel like confidence has to come from within. Mm-hmm. And then I just try whatever it is that might be holding me back. If it's a, a specific example where I'm not confident in with in doing something or do I have the skills that it takes or can I really do this? And I'm self have that negative self-talk about a thing rather than just general lack of self-confidence. And I just say, okay, let's just do it. Set a deadline and let's just do it and see what you learn from it. What can happen? The worst that can happen is I have a learning lesson. And it can be a positive learning lesson or it can be an opportunity for later. So I I try to say yes to as many things as I can. This was intimidating to do a podcast. I'm used to having a a live audience and asking a lot of open-ended questions. The focus isn't on me. It's on the audience. So uh, I was saying yes to this. And Mm -hmm. that's just another thing. Just do it. Put it on the calendar. Let's do it. We're so happy you did. I know. <laughs> I'm writing down extra notes here. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your your speaker skills and how how did you cultivate those skills and, and grow to be able to present as you know as you were just saying. So I'm going to take you back to the fifth grade. Oh, Madonna Soder in the fifth grade. Mo Mo <laughs> Mo Mo in the fifth grade was very shy. And so I had never spoken in front of an audience before in my life until the fifth grade. And my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Brown, saw something in me and asked me to do a talk for the 4-H. And it was going to be first in front of our class, then in front of our school. And she worked with me one-on-one to get me to be able to do a talk. We went through how to do an outline, how to actually physically get up in front of a class. And if it weren't for Mrs. Brown, I would probably still be that shy, introverted girl that would sit in a class and never raise her hand, knew the answer, but didn't raise her hand, and definitely would never be the type of person that could get up in front of an audience and do a talk. I still remember the first time that I practiced in class, she had been working with me and said, now remember, before you go up to the podium, you need to take three deep breaths. I walked up to the podium and got all the way up to the mic and then did my three <laughs> deep breaths. <laughs> and afterwards, one of the things is, okay, next time, let's do the three deep breaths before you get up to the microphone. But uh, but because of her, that that helped, uh, helped me get an early start. So from then, the things that I have done since then are I study great speakers. I watch TED Talks all the mm-hmm. time to find out what do they do. I watch motivational speakers that you find on TV or uh, or just by attending events, and I watch them. I'm listening to their message, but I'm also dissecting what it is that they're doing. I read books. One of my favorite books uh, that helped me uh, learn about public speaking is Life is a Series of Presentations by Tony Jerry, and he talks about how everything is a presentation. The email that you send, the hallway conversation, getting up in front of an audience, and he has some really practical tips in there. So I just read, I watch, I learn, and then I ask questions of people that I see that do public speaking, just how, how, they, how they do it and what helps them get ready. And then I also have an amazing uh, friend here at Humana, Amy Schuster, who is a communications lead in IT. And she has really helped me hone my craft in terms of just narrowing the message and mm-hmm. and really making sure that I look at the audience and design it around the audience. And so I think that you can always learn from reading, watching, and then just asking a lot of questions. Do you get do you get nervous? So I, I, I enjoy public speaking too, but 
prior to it, I feel like my heart's literally going to pop out of my chest. And then once I get going, I'm 100% fine. But prior, it's like I can't even control it. I don't. You ever get nervous? Or? I do get nervous yeah. every time. And actually, even when I sat down here today with the, the <laughs> three of us or three of you all and me in the room, I, I got a little bit nervous when I sat down. It's but, so funny how our bodies. But I did. I did hear a TED talk that said that um, that reaction our body has is actually preparing us, and it's kind of amping up our our ability to perform because it's kind of firing. Know, yeah, it's it's getting you ready. So if you didn't have that initial anxiety or or uh, nervousness, you may not perform as well. Right. So. I, yeah. That actually makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like it's uh, confidence. Just go out there and feel confident. Whatever you're going to be doing, and not have those negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Or if you have the negative thoughts, just that's where you can go through some of those self-confidence, like, I've got this, I'm prepared, I'm going to be awesome. Just some of those things to remind yourself of, I've done this before, it's going to go amazing, I'm going to learn from Mm. this. And do you think your passion for people and your passion for sharing learning, do you think that kind of maybe stemmed from that experience in fifth grade? I think it could be. I, I know I was always drawn to want to helping people in some way. I remember that even from early on, my mother and I would go volunteer at nursing homes to sit with some of the elderly and like brush their hair and put on makeup and just spend time with them. And so I think that has uh, translated, like I love to take the things that I've learned in life, either through experience or things that I've researched or from helping others. Me being a mentor to others has helped me learn a lot as well. And I can share that with others. I really get a lot of joy out of that. And that's it for this episode. But the conversation isn't over. Make sure to catch part two next week. You can share with us on buzz at go forward slash THL. And don't forget to subscribe by texting THL to 239-355. We want to thank you for spending time with us this week. We can use our guiding behaviors and speak up with candor to share our Humana stories through this podcast. Let's keep the conversation going together about this Humana life. Until next time, be intentional, stay curious, and inspire others.